0: Welcome to the film-obsessed couple. I'm Shelley, and I'm Scott, and we're going to talk about a different kind of movie today. I mean, I guess it's still a movie, so,
1: but ish. It's,
0: yeah, it's jolt. Yes. Like.
1: Yes. Like,
0: like, bzzz. Yes, like, like the
1: jolted. Like the movie <laughs> that's on Amazon Prime. Yes.
0: So yeah, it's free on Amazon. So if you have Amazon, you can just watch this. Uh, if you haven't watched this, you're going to get a lot of spoilers. Because we're going to talk about it. And if you haven't watched it, it's okay. We'll we're not going to go through every single detail, but you'll get the gist of if this is a movie that you may want to watch or may not.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll go over as much as we can. And yeah, spoilers, of course.
0: And if it, you have seen this movie and you have a different opinion, let us know. Mm-hmm. So the cast, we'll, we'll start out talking a little bit about them. Uh, we have Kate Beckinsale, who plays Lindy. She's like the main character.
1: Yes, she's probably most known for being in the Underworld movies, where she played the vampire. And um, yeah, <laughs> i was trying to think of other okay. things that she could be in. <laughs> That's
0: it. She just plays a vampire.
1: Yeah, she was in all of those movies, I think. Even the one that came out not too long ago, she's oh. been in all of them
0: she seems like a very good actress i i liked her in this movie i thought she did Mm -hmm. okay
1: yeah yeah she didn't do too bad i mean i feel like the material in this movie is just bad so
0: right yeah the plot like everything is just weird
1: and we'll get to the the main plot of the movie here in a minute but it does and when we're finished we'll get to the plot of what everything was about, how that does not make any sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she is more so known for the Underworld movies. I thought she was okay. I don't think I've seen her in, uh, gosh, anything else is really coming to mind. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: We do have, is it Jay Courtney? Uh, Jai. Jai Courtney, uh, who plays Justin, who is the love interest in this movie.
1: Yes, he is not a great actor, I think. He was in the Die Hard, the last Die Hard movie, which was bad. He was in, speaking of Jack Reacher, he was in the first Tom Cruise Jack Reacher movie playing the villain. Oh, I see. Well, not the main villain, but he was like the assassin for the main villain. Gotcha. And he was in the Terminator movie, Terminator Genesis. I don't like this guy as an actor. He, I don't know. There's just something about him. Like you were talking about Robert Pattinson on Batman where you're like, I don't, there's just something. Mm Mm-hmm. This guy, you know, there's nothing wrong with his physical appearance, obviously, but something about him as an actor I just do not like. Okay. He does not come across as a guy that I want to see more of.
0: That's okay. I didn't think he was too bad, but I also didn't think he was great.
1: He's not in the movie very long, so you didn't get, like, the full force. Right. Yeah. You know, if you watch that Jack Reacher movie and he's like, I'm going to kill you, Jack Reacher. (laughs) Reacher. But yeah, I just don't think that he's that great.
0: Okay. That's fair. So we have Laverne Cox, who... I put as the girl detective.
1: Yeah, she's most famously in Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. I did not like her character in this movie. No. So let me distinguish between that here because Obi-Wan, the show, has just finished. And the character Reva is mm-hmm. on that and people hate her. I know. And I think that they're they're hiding behind the fact that they don't like her because, I don't know. I You know, honestly, I'm going to say I think racists don't like her. Right. And that's why they're attacking her personally. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, no, I hate the character. I don't hate the person, but I'm going to go to that person online and tell her that, you know. Attack them. Racist things to her. Yeah. Laverne Cox is in this movie. I do not like this character because the character is just such a jerk to everybody in the movie.
0: Yeah, she really is.
1: I have not gone to their Twitter or I have not gone to their Instagram or said anything personally to Laverne Cox. (laughs) Yeah, we're not
0: going to personally attack her because we don't like her character in a movie yes that's, i can
1: that's hate and yeah. we don't we don't spread hate i can distinguish that she's playing an unlikable character <laughs>
0: yes but i mean i think her as an actress is great
1: yeah she's very good in orange and the new black mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but yeah just every time she's on this in this movie she's such a jerk to everybody i'm like yeah they are making this character so unlikable and
0: she's not very reasonable i mean I uh, yeah i get it i get it so we have Bobby Kenneval, who is the guy detective. That's who I call them. I don't think they actually have real names. I have the cast here.
1: Detective Vickers.
0: Okay, yeah. And then Laverne Cox is Detective Nevin.
1: So Bobby Conneval has been in a ton of things. He mm-hmm. was in uh, Boardwalk Empire as as a mobster in that. Didn't really watch the show. Um, I had HBO for free during the first season of Boardwalk Empire, and then I didn't have it for the rest, so I just kind of fell out of it. But he's been in a ton of things, and I think he's a good actor.
0: Yeah, I really liked him in this. He was a little creepy sometimes, but yeah, that was part of his character, not him personally. Yes. Just to justify that, or to explain that. So we have Stanley Tucci these <laughs> names. Stanley Tucci, who plays Ivan Munchen.
1: They must have filmed him in like a day because he never leaves the room that he's in in this movie. Yeah. And he's old. Well, he's a really good actor. Mm-hmm. He, he's he been in great things and he has done great things. But yeah, he is in this room in this movie as her psychiatrist and he never leaves it. So I think they only had him for like a day or he was like, I was watching to see if he ever gets out of his chair, but he does eventually. But for the first like half, he's sitting behind his chair being like, you shouldn't be, uh, you know, so angry at people, but but he does eventually get up.
0: Oh, and I, I called him old because I got him confused with another... This is the doctor. Yes. Yeah, no, I totally got confused there. Yeah, it's
1: her psychiatrist. Yeah,
0: he's not that old. No. <laughs> but yeah, I thought he did great. And yeah, you're right. He was just in one room. Yeah, the so. whole time. Good times. We have David Bradley, who plays Gareth Eisel.
1: Yeah, he uh, was in Game of Thrones. He played the the guy who had all of the people killed at the Red Wedding.
0: Yeah, this is the old guy. Yes. That I was being confused.
1: Also, with. probably only had him for like a day. Because right. he's barely in this movie as well. Yeah. Um, he's very funny. He's been in funny things. He was in Hot Fuzz, and he was also in The World's End. But most notably as Waldar Frey in Game of Thrones were uh Rob Stark is going to be married to one of his daughters and Rob Stark marries another lady so he has all of them killed.
0: Oh shit.
1: And then Arya kills him by having him eat pies of his family.
0: Ooh, that's right.
1: So, um but yeah, barely in this funny trivia fact and there's no trivia on the IMDb basically. It's basi- no. it's basically just like, did you know that the hospital that they're in here is actually in London and nothing of interest, but David Bradley is Kate Beckinsdale's godfather in real life wow yeah she apparently she has shared photos of her as a as a girl as a little girl with him there at at, like christmases
0: that's cool yeah i mean
1: she's probably like nobody wants to be in this movie can you be in it godfather bradley (laughs) (laughs) he's like uh well i was uh, just in game of thrones but i guess i'll take a hit and be in this movie he's
0: like only if i can eat a lobster (laughs) (laughs) that's probably true i have to have a lobster now you pay me a lobster (laughs) we have good old Susan Sarandon, who is the narrator.
1: It's funny, as you're going down the list, it's like people that are in this movie less and less.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's like Kate Beckinsdale's in it the most, Stanley Tucci less. That's kind of how I
0: listed yeah. it.
1: <laughs> Susan Sarandon is barely in this movie at all. Yeah. So much so to the fact that when she shows up at the end, I was like, oh, fuck, that's right. I We watched the trailer before the movie just to kind of see what it was about if we wanted to watch it. And then, yeah, Susan Sarandon shows up. I was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, I forgot. Susan Sarandon's supposed to be in this movie.
0: Actually, I forgot about one. There's um, Ori Pfeiffer.
1: Uh, It's Delacroix.
0: Yeah, Delacroix. And he's, I put him as the guy, the guard or the torture guy.
1: Torturer, yeah. But it's funny. Susan Sarandon on on the list here is listed as narrator. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she narrates at the beginning for like a couple of seconds. And then like Samuel L. Jackson in Iron Man... She shows up at the end being like, would you like to join the Avengers? Yeah. She didn't say Avengers, but Yeah,
0: know. no, she's like, would you like to embrace your uh, anger? Anger, whatever. yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, great. So this is like another movie about feelings and how to express them, mm. what you should and shouldn't do. There's there's quite a bit of movies like
1: that. One of the things in the trivia said that it was compared to the movie Crank with um jason statham Mm -hmm. and i was like yeah okay it makes sense Mm -hmm. because in the first movie he has to keep his adrenaline going right and in the second movie he has to keep inner electricity going (laughs) i I remember i haven't seen the second one in a long time i just remember that there's one point he takes like a car battery, or the shock the jumper cables Mm -hmm. and he puts one to his nipple and one on his tongue and has the guy rev it because he's got to (laughs) keep his heart going or something (laughs)
0: It does some crazy shit. It gets weirder like, and crazy. weirder. <laughs> I don't care for those movies, but yeah. they're so weird that it just keeps you in it, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, there was a scene at the – I think it was lost on us because I was working at the theater at the time, and we midnight previewed that because we did everything. Right. And people that I was with were like, wow, this movie – is it supposed to be weird like this? Like, is it <laughs> being serious? Or, But there's a really funny scene at the end where – Jason Statham's character jumps out of a helicopter to kill the main bad guy or whoever he's going after. Mm. And he pulls a phone out of his pocket as he's plummeting through the sky. And he makes a phone call to his girlfriend and he's like, I love you. I'll see you later. And then he falls to the ground dead. But my friend Andrew was like, that's impossible. Like, I've been skydiving. You can't hear anything. And he's like, <laughs> the, the message on the ma- machine would just be like... Pshhh. <laughs> but what was funny in the second movie is they did that she it shows her, you know, uh, listening to her messages and that's exactly what she hears. She's like it's like you have one message.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> so that's so funny. It's pretty
1: funny, yeah. <laughs> but at the time he was like that's that's stupid.
0: That can't happen. <laughs> that's
1: great. Um... but we yeah, this movie is she has IED. Um, Intermittent Explosive Disorder. Mm-hmm. In the trivia, it says, oh, her disorder that she has is IED, Intermittent Explosive Disorder. But it's like it's actually used by the military for improvised explosive device. Oh. So I'm like, well, that well, doesn't add anything to this. <laughs>
0: it doesn't. I mean, they do talk about how they tried to put her in the military. Yeah. But... She made a little joke of, like, how they're so supportive and caring and, you know, really helped her out when it – I mean, the military is just the opposite.
1: Yeah, and I wrote in my notes when that scene happened, I'm like, why would you ever put this woman in the military? Yeah, right? Because the whole background of this is that she is extremely angry. Mm-hmm. She has thing where she loses her temper and it says – they try to explain it a little bit by saying that she has like high levels of cortisol in her body, right. which makes her super strong, super fast, super smart. I'm, I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to say I don't think that that would work.
0: I don't think so either. <laughs>
1: but they, yes, Susan Sarandon as the narrator is going through all the different things they tried, like psychiatry, shock mm-hmm. treatment and stuff. And then they're like, then we put her in the military? I'm like, why would you ever do that? You're teaching her how to kill people. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So basically it's like she has a hair trigger. When somebody does her wrong, she fights back, but it's not just punching them like she kills them.
1: Yeah, kills them or or severely beats them.
0: Yeah, or disables them. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah, the earliest scene you see it at, for some reason, Susan Sarandon is narrating, but you see like the first thing is like her at a young age with at her birthday. Yeah. And I think some kid like takes her cake. Yeah. And and shows her like slamming his face into the cake or like the table.
0: Yeah. And her parents are like sitting there real nervous because they know. Yeah. You know, if something happens. And then it did. And they're all like, crap.
1: And you get a very slow, uh, a very thrown away explanation where it was like, mom took pills that made her sleepy and dad drank too much.
0: Yeah. And then like, they were like, oh, she just can't survive in this world. Mm -hmm. She's got to be locked up and then experimented on yeah i'm like yeah that's what a kid needs sure mm-hmm. sure sure
1: they don't explain it or ever say it but i'm assuming you see her from behind i'm guessing that that is susan sarandon is the doctor
0: because
1: mm-hmm. you you see a lady with longer red hair like looking at her in a room or whatever and i'm assuming that Susan Sarandon was the doctor, like, in charge of her.
0: Right. I yeah. guess. That's that's what I was thinking, too. We
1: had to put this together ourselves because the movie forgets to tell you. Yeah. They're like, oh, shit. Yeah, Susan Sarandon was the doctor, and uh, she works it's, for the military. It's so
0: funny. It's kind of like when the writer is writing it, and he knows, or she, I don't know who wrote this, they know what they want, and, the, and like, it's good in their head, but then they don't think, oh, I need to explain this to the audience. Mm-hmm. And then... When when you don't do that, when you don't think about the audience, then we're lost as the audience. And they're like, "Oh, well, it makes sense to me." I'm like, "Well, that's great." Yeah, but that's not who you need to entertain. You don't entertain yourself. You entertain audiences.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, that's who you've got to write for, and and they forgot it, or maybe it just got cut to ribbons when they finished it. I don't know, but it could be. I looked it up while we were kind of going over here because I was like, cortisol. That sounds familiar. There was a guitar player named Sean Lane who had really bad psoriasis like it affected his joints uh, but he got cortisol injections and it says high levels of cortisol can be can cause signs of Cushing syndrome which is mm. a fatty hump between your shoulders mm-hmm. a round face uh, and pink and purple stretch marks on your skin skin it says it can also result in high blood pressure bone loss and on occasion type 2 diabetes Dang. so. For people that are like, well, I have higher cortisol, you're not going to be like in this movie.
0: Yeah. And I think Cushing's disease also kind of protrudes your eyes a little bit. They're a little bulging.
1: I guess. I know Sean Lane did end up passing away at a very young age, mm. but yeah. And that's what scared me because I've got psoriasis, but thank God, knock on wood, yeah. not in the joints. Not
0: that Just the skin.
1: <laughs> yeah. So just, oh, I'll take it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
1: <laughs> oh, I really will, but.
0: Better than nothing. Or yeah. better than it could be.
1: But yeah, it, it, I was like. Cortisol. But yes, that's what will happen. So no, you won't become faster. You won't become stronger. You won't. Mm-mm,
0: none of that. That actually is not good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking the person who wrote this movie looked up in the dictionary of like chemicals in the body and like, oh, let's see here. Blood. Which oh, one cortisol. sounds the most interesting? Cortisol. High levels of cortisol. They should, They might as well have just been like, she has high levels of blood in her blood. <laughs> That makes you stronger.
0: Her white blood cells count is really high. Uh...
1: She has a lot of air in her body.
0: (laughs) Because, you know, that's good.
1: Yes. (laughs) So we just see her beating the shit out of people throughout time while Susan Serena is narrating. But the start of this movie really that gets it going is she's going on a date. On
0: a date.
1: With Jai Courtney. And we kind of see her like fantasize throughout the movie on different situations on people that are like getting her angry like as she walks up to the restaurant she sees like this dude bitching out like a valet parker mm-hmm. and she sees like a flash in her head of her beating the shit out of this guy like slamming his leg in the door
0: which i found very confusing cuz sometimes i'm like wait is this a flash is this a, just yeah. her picturing it or is she really doing it right cuz there's a guy in a subway and i'm not i'm still confused i'm like was that a flash or did she really do something to the guy i
1: don't know they they really make it known that some of them are you know, flashes or Mm -hmm. what, but others, they're kind of like, it's up to you, I guess.
0: Yeah, because like some of the flashes you'll see and then you'll see the after where the person's fine and and she didn't do anything to them. So it's like, okay, I get that. But then there are some that I'm just like, I don't know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, where the movie comes from is that she, like, eventually they did find that electricity helps her with her anger. Mm -hmm. So they built her this vest mm-hmm. that's just a bunch of electrodes and she has the button where she can shock herself if she's getting angry yeah. so she sees that dude at the valet stand and she fantasizes about crushing his leg in the door and then she presses the button and it's like Psh-sh. yeah and you see her eyes they kind of react to the vault and she's like oh I'm fine so somehow electricity can control her anger
0: yes because it it's not ridiculous at
1: all. Right. You think you would get more angry if you get shocked. No shit. I'd be like,
0: Ugh, fuck, I'm going to really kill that guy now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I hate shocking myself yeah. just to be able to be in front of people.
1: It's almost for me if they were like, you know what you need to do is that, like, you get really angry when you get hit in the head. Hit yourself in the head more to stop being so angry. Yeah. I don't know why, but if I, something falls and hits me in the head, I'm just like, God oh, damn, what the fuck? Yeah. I just automatically get frustrated. So like... <laughs> What you need to do if you feel yourself getting angry is hit yourself in the head with something.
0: Yeah, because that's normal. Yeah, I'll be like, uh, I don't think that works. Don't do that.
1: But Stanley Tucci is her psychiatrist doctor who yeah. invented this vest. So she's trying to meet Jai Courtney for a date here and she's not feeling it. She tries to back out of it when she gets there. and She actually goes up to him and is like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. I'm out. Yeah, which
0: I <laughs> thought, boy, that's really nice. And kind of, you know, I don't know, me, I would be like ghosting them. Are sending them a text, being like, sorry, can't make it, gotta yeah. go. But she, like, literally goes up there in front of him and is like, you know what, I'm just not in the right headspace, I can't do this today, Thanks. Yeah. But then, you know, he starts his talking and... He
1: charms her into sitting down. hmm Talks her in, she's like, oh, okay, I'll sit down. Uh, I think she actually stays because this waitress is looking to get fired. <laughs> This waitress comes up and she's like, is this your other party? And Jai Courtney's like, yes, yes, it is. And then Kate Beckinsdale's like, well, I'm not staying. She And she's like, sir, if you don't have a second party, we're going to take this table. Yeah. And Kate Beckinsdale sits down because she's like, well, fine, I'll sit down. But this waitress is such a jerk to everybody. She is a
0: complete jerk. And I was just like, okay, you know, if this was us, we would probably take the abuse. We would probably mm. do... <laughs> I don't know. I would. I'd be like, okay, well, uh <laughs> I don't <No>. like confrontation. <laughs> Please,
1: I don't. I don't either. But if <laughs> they push me far enough, I will say something. Yeah, I know. Because yeah, the, the waitress is like offering them. She's taking his order, and he's like, "Well, I'll have the fish, and can I, you know, minus whatever sauce because I don't peanut pine, pine nuts." He's like, "Cause yeah, I'm allergic to nuts." And she's like, "No substitutions." And he's like, oh, really? You can't just take the nuts out? And she's like, nope, restaurant policy. And he's like, okay, well, what about the chicken? She's like, it comes with a nut salad. And he's like, uh, what about the shrimp? And she's like, Mm. everything he has, she keeps listening, has some sort of nut. And she just will not budge and help him. But Kate Beckinsdale is getting angrier and angrier as she just keeps blowing him off.
0: Yeah, she's like white knuckling a uh, butter knife. (laughs) Yeah. Because she she really wants to use it.
1: And and what really made me mad in this scene is because Jai Courtney eventually just goes, oh okay, well what would you recommend? And she goes, sir, don't take that tone with me. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, I didn't.
0: But you know there there are people out there like that, and I get it. Being a waitress is not easy. Yeah, You're a waiter, not easy. You deal with a lot of shit, but you can't just treat somebody like
1: that. Yeah, and eventually he's like, okay, fine, I'll take the chicken, and she's like, okay, fine, whatever. And yeah, he sees her holding the knife and he's like, you know, it wouldn't have been a bad idea if you stabbed that lady. Yeah.
0: I'm like, ah. <laughs> like, he he he, And she's all like, I really would. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I really would have. Well, she excuses herself to the bathroom. And again, this waitress is just the worst. She's in the bathroom in the stall and Kate Beckinsdale hears her on the phone and she's like, oh yeah, I'm waiting on this couple. This guy's a real bitch. He like, you know, just complaining. Mm-hmm. He's a real asshole and his date whatever she's just talking shit i'm like dude this waitress is just trying to get fired
0: i think so because
1: like yeah all it takes is for a complaint man it's like people would hear you in the bathroom mm-hmm. so kate beckensdale she is trying to calm herself down but she eventually breaks the door down and just beats the shit out of this lady. She's like slams her head up against the door and
0: mm-hmm. leaves
1: her in a pool pool of her blood
0: yeah just passed out i think yeah And then she just leaves. She's just like, I can't do this.
1: Yeah, she just runs out of the restaurant and leaves. Jack Courtney doesn't say a word. No. So, and it shows her apartment very quickly, which I thought was very crappy because her apartment is like right in front of a red neon sign. Mm. It's got like a big neon sign right outside all the windows, and it just reminded me again of that uh, Seinfeld episode. Oh yeah, with the Kenny Rogers roaster sign.
0: I was like last night in Soho. (laughs) Yeah,
1: pretty much that too. Yes, too. So, it shows her walking down the street, and this is another one where you're not sure if this is, like, real or not, but some dude cat calls her and she, like, hits him in the face. Yeah. You're like, was that imaginary, or did she really do that?
0: Who knows? She's just angry. She's an angry lady.
1: Yeah, well, Stanley Tucci in the office, again, on the beginning of the one day that they had him, they started, so... She comes into the office, and I guess they're trying to just build up the fact that she's a real badass. He pulls, like, a gun out of his desk, ready to use it on her in, like, a moment's notice. Yeah.
0: Because, <laughs> like, she's just not going to be able to fight the urge to kill him. And so she's he's going to have to kill her first? I guess. Like, could he do that?
1: I don't know. Probably. I guess. I don't know.
0: I mean, if I went to therapy or, or any kind of doctor and they had to have a gun on me? <laughs> right. That would be very stressful. <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, I think that would just reflect on how crazy you might be, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe.
0: Maybe that's why we're doing the
1: video chat thing. Zoom?
0: Yeah, that's why we're doing Zoom meetings. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's like, I'm really scared of this lady.
1: Uh, Yeah. Well, and here's another thing to kind of show you how crazy that she is, is that she has to handcuff herself to the radiator while he works on her like shock fest. Mm-hmm. And she's like, why? I'm still having these violent thoughts. And he's like, well, this isn't a cure. And you're probably building a tolerance to the shocks.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of shadows, foreshadows something that happens later. but,
1: But he says something here where his whole idea is he's like, oh, you know, close contact with people could help you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you get to actually, you know, know people and become close with people, it might actually help you heal from your anger.
0: Yeah, like human connection. You get some compassion and understanding and all of that
1: good stuff. There's a very disgusting moment in this scene where he's working on her vest. He makes something where he's like, because she imagines that she stabs him in the neck. Mm -hmm. But he's like, she makes a reference to the fact that she drank her urine to help with her condition.
0: Yeah, like she tried everything.
1: Yeah, he was like, well, you didn't try like drinking your urine, and she's like... Yeah. Which is just gross. <laughs> I have OCD, but never in the fact that I was like, I need to drink my urine to see if that'll help.
0: I mean, maybe if I was stranded in the desert, and I was really thirsty, and I needed something something to survive on... But drinking your urine is not really not good for you.
1: Yeah, I would not do that. Um, I did read an article a long time ago where these two guys were in like a wreck underneath a train or something and they drank their urine to survive. But it's like, you know, you do what you got to do, but I wouldn't do it just to see if it would work in curing me of something. No.
0: No. <laughs> only Only if I needed it temporarily to survive. Yes. <laughs> but I think she was thinking about, okay, human connection... Let's try this date thing again. Yeah. And so it was more laid back, I think, this time.
1: Yeah, which, I mean, we'll find out why. Hint, hint. But if I was this guy and she called me again going on a date, I'd probably be like, eh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I'm good. Because you walked out on me and left me with that crappy waitress who, by the way, is dead.
0: <laughs> but if you have alternative motives, you're like, okay. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, I think I called it because it's a rule of a movie. Like if you hire somebody who's been in a number of things or is a recognizable name, and they die really quickly, probably coming back. Oh, it's just it just just happens. Like in, well, okay. I won't say spoilers for Obi Wan, but you can just kind of tell if you watch enough movies. They all kind of follow the same format to where if something happens, you're like, there's no way that they would have paid this person. So much money. Like, Scream is completely different. You know, they hired Drew Barrymore at the beginning, and she died, and mm-hmm. she didn't come back. So that's what people were like, oh, my God, Drew Barrymore got killed in the beginning yeah. of Scream. <laughs> she never came back. That's weird. That doesn't happen. But if there's if there's things that are unresolved, like, Drew Barrymore moves the plot forward. hmm But there were things with him where you're kind of like, why what? was he killed? Yeah. You know, there's this thing. I don't know. It's, it's like a sixth sense. I can just figure movies out, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which spoiler, yeah, he was killed. I see movie plots. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Sometimes they don't know that they're bad, but I have to tell them they're bad.
0: <laughs> they show me things and I just hate it.
1: That you know that scene in Sixth Sense where he's like locked in that closet or whatever with the guy yelling at him? It it's been a while, but uh it's just me locked in the closet and they're like, and then she has a vest it's like just a ghost reading a script to me. Yeah. But like then she has a vest that shocks her. Ah, ah it shocks her because she gets too angry. Ah, ah. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> Antonio Banderas is in it and he's a rock star that has to go and save his wife and gets kidnapped. Oh no. No. no! <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> I see bad scripts. <laughs> But you're, you're right. Yes, she, they, they do go on another date, which is more relaxed. And yeah,
0: it seems like she was having a good time, and they ended it with a good time.
1: Yeah, we get some backstory on her real quick where she says she was a bouncer at a bar for yeah. a time. But yeah, she yeah. It, it quickly shows that she beat the shit out of some guy. Mm-hmm. And he very quickly gives some backstory on himself where he just says he has a client that he works for. Yeah, big client or whatever an
0: accountant of some sort
1: yeah but you're right it does end with them having sex mm-hmm. and the, i can't really say much without giving away the ending but he you know they start to undress a little bit and he takes like her shirt or unbuttons her shirt and sees like the, the vest underneath and he's like yeah. huh
0: what the what the, is that <laughs> yeah and she's like uh never mind
1: that <laughs> yeah and there's no questions he just i guess you know if you're if you're really into getting sex, I guess and no questions asked. But yeah, he he takes off her vest with her and they, they get it on. But yeah, I'd kind of be like, oh. Uh.
0: He seemed very <laughs> accepting.
1: Wow.
0: Which we, yeah.
1: Spoiler alert. There's a
0: reason okay, for we'll, that. <laughs>
1: I'll quit tap dancing around it so I can actually just say it. Spoiler alert, he's the villain. Yeah.
0: He is the villain. He is going to, she falls hard and he's going to. Kick her right in the nuts
1: yeah it makes no sense and i had to read the imdb or the wikipedia summary to see if it would give me more because when the movie was over and he's like i'm the villain and this is why i did it i'm like what yeah <laughs> i was like why
0: it makes i mean that was just a huge elaborate plan to bounce around just to get to the objective and like why?
1: I don't know. We'll get to it and we can talk about it there. But yes, this plot does not make sense. Mm-mm. And it's a very long way around for him to get what he wants done. So um, one thing that you did like and you pointed out is that when they go back to her apartment, her door is like 66. And when the door slams, the six falls down and becomes a nine.
0: Yeah. 69. 69. We all know what that means. I, d- I thought it was kind of neat because they were going in to have sex and then the... It, yeah, the numbers turn her into 69. I'm like, well, that's
1: appropriate. Well, it does actually play <laughs> a part later. So that door, there's a scene later where she comes back to her apartment and she sees that the six has fallen to make a nine. And she's like, oh, shit, someone's in my apartment. So I guess it actually does play a part. <laughs> but it is funny. We, we we laugh and joke around about 69 a lot. We so it, it is funny when they when they acknowledge that. But yeah,
0: it's, it's our um, I don't know. Magic number. <laughs> <laughs> it's magic. No, it's like every relationship has their own little internal... Right. Um, oh, what is it called? Like jokes, in-jokes. Yeah, inside jokes. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of. And we have so many, and I swear if you guys knew them all, you would probably think we were psychotic. Yes. Um, But we, we just find humor in the craziest things.
1: Right. You just there's a you know there's a show and they're like oh he lives at 69th street we're like eh Eh?" (laughs) (laughs) it makes nobody but us laugh exactly (laughs) um there is a funny detail here where he's in her apartment before they get it on and he's like why do you have all these plastic cups and plates yeah (laughs) pretty funny
0: (laughs) and she was like i hate doing dishes and i'm like oh same dishes are awful even even loading the dishwasher is awful. I just hate it.
1: Yeah, that's got to be so nice because you use it and throw it away.
0: Yeah, I mean it's awful for the environment, but mm. you know.
1: Uh, eh. Eh, eh. <laughs> I was gonna say they get pretty violent or pretty violent, pretty visual with this sex scene because it shows his like his head between her legs. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, we're showing this stuff. But in the next morning, we kind of get another glimpse into his history because he buys her this because she says she wants to be a photographer Mm -hmm. or she actually likes taking photos he buys her this super ass nice camera
0: really nice really expensive
1: yeah so you're kind of like oh well what does he do again because he's like oh i work i'm an accountant for a special client
0: yeah that it it, i don't know i think if if a guy was to buy me an expensive gift Mm -hmm. uh, after our first date when it really wasn't going well yeah you know sure we had sex that's great um that's great (laughs) i would have been like this is too fast
1: yeah it's it's definitely strange but they're kind of saying the the thesis of the movie is that she really hasn't had anyone care for her before so she's really holding on to this
0: she's just been a lab rat she's yeah she's been behind closed doors she hasn't had human interaction so when she the first person that comes along and treats her like a normal human being of course she's gonna just fall head over heels for him
1: yeah so she's like well stay with me today and he's like i've got to go work for my secret client
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so she's top like secret <laughs> top secret client so <laughs> she's like super happy dancing around the place and she's like taking photos outside but goes to stanley tucci's office
0: yeah the butterflies are just all over the place
1: Yes, this is, I I want to point out some dialogue here, because it just made me, I was just like, Jesus Christ. But she says something to the effect of, like, she was so happy that she almost called him during the middle of sex. (laughs) And she was like, his penis was so large, it, like, unfurled itself.
0: Yeah, she's like, it grew.
1: (laughs) She's like, does that happen for every man? I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Then it just also goes to show, like, how sheltered she has been. That she doesn't even know that penis is erect. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> i guess i don't know but the the other thing i noted here is that like all the locations in this place all the, in this movie mostly are really bad like stanley tucci's office is like the paint is all fucked up it looks yeah. like a dilapidated building and so is her apartment
0: mm-hmm. i mean it's supposed to be in new york but they built the set somewhere else i think
1: i think it said like canada or something yeah, yeah i can't remember exactly where so they had made plans to like meet up again that night and have dinner Mhm. So she's all happy and she's like, I think he said he's like, come over to my house and I'll make you fish.
0: Yeah, some kind of fish.
1: Yeah, I don't know it was why. was fancy. Yeah. It
0: was it was some kind of fancy
1: fish. Yeah, I guess so and that time comes and goes and she sees that he didn't show up so she calls his phone and gets a detective and they're like, "Oh, he uh, boy, I hate to tell you this, but he was shot and killed. He got mm-hmm. shot in the head and left in a dumpster." Which If he faked it, he obviously did. Mm -hmm. Did he find somebody that looked like him?
0: Towards the end, he said it was some homeless person.
1: Oh, okay. I missed that when I was like, what the fuck?
0: Yeah, and I think they shot him in the face to kind of cover up that it was not him.
1: Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, because I was like, now that I'm going back through the notes, I was like, wait a minute. The cops were like, we have a body. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) How? (laughs) It'd be funny if it didn't look anything like him. It was like a Spanish guy or something, like very dark skinned. Like, yep, that's him. (laughs)
0: And and it's just the links that he has gone through just to get to one person, basically. None of it makes sense. Murder somebody else just because he wants to murder, I guess, the second main villain in this movie. Look at at her.
1: Well, this is where we meet Laverne Cox, and this is where she—you see it because Bobby Cannavale is the other detective, and he's trying to like be nice to her.
0: Yeah, she goes over to talk to him. Yeah, and yeah,
1: and he's like, "Well, we'll try our best. We're, we're going to do our best to try to figure out who did this." And Laverne Cox is like, "Yeah, we probably won't. We're never going to find out who did this." <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> and this is where he's being creepy,
1: uh,
0: and he—Bobby Cannavale, yeah—and he kind of puts his hand on her hand,
1: yeah, to
0: kind of try to um like comfort her yeah words are not coming to me right now but he tries to comfort her but it's just weird it's just like if you're a detective you don't do that
1: yeah well it shows her reaction to that in her imagination she breaks his hand and stabs <laughs> laverne cox in the face or something
0: yeah i thought it was really funny when she left the guy's like oh she's just really sad yeah know? and then laverne cox is like no i think she's pissed <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm like, girls know. Girls know when we're
1: upset. So this is the the crux of the movie here. It's like, Justin, that's Jai Courtney's character, has died, been killed, mm-hmm. and now she's going to figure out who it is. So...
0: Yeah, she's, she's out for revenge. She's only had one date and had sex with this guy. And she wants to avenge his name or something.
1: I guess. It's just, you know, like you said, she's never had anybody. But it does come off as a little obsessive
0: <laughs> and it even points that out in some of the scenes people are like oh were you guys in a relationship and she's like no we weren't quite there yet <laughs> right you know and they're yeah. like what
1: people it, are kind of pointing out the what? absurdity of it what are yes you doing? so but she does break into the police evidence and takes like his wallet to figure out where justin lived and she goes over to his house to see like where he is mm-hmm. and she finds fish in his fridge he was actually gonna make her fish
0: no which again an elaborate setup just Doing so much.
1: Yeah. This. So Bobby kind he like calls her while she's in Justin, Jai Courtney's apartment. And he's like, oh, you know, come down. We've got to question you and figure out what's going on. And he's like, my partner's coming up there, Laverne Cox. And Laverne Cox just opens fire on her as right? soon as she gets out. Right? Fucking insane.
0: I'm like, one, I'm thinking this house is probably, you know, evidence. Yeah. I don't know if they've done everything they needed to do. And she's shooting it up. Yeah. Uh, and it, What?
1: It makes no sense that she would just jump out and start shooting like this. And,
0: and, yeah, it's not like Kate Beckinsale has a gun of her own. She
1: doesn't. Right. Yeah, she's, she's not armed.
0: So it would have been murder if Laverne Cox would have actually shot her and killed her. It would have been
1: murder. Yes. would have been straight murder. But, you know, in these days, it doesn't matter. Cops can do what they want, I guess.
0: Some, I, sometimes.
1: I would say that, you know, it, maybe this was a, uh, a comment on cops being, you know, over, overreaching, but yeah. they don't. Not all cops are bad. Well, this movie doesn't have a message to it is what I'm saying. Like yes. You think that it would have a message of being like, oh, cops are overstepping their bounds. No, they're not saying no, shit.
0: No, it's that, nothing.
1: This is the part that you love the most because when Kate Beckinsale mm-hmm. leaves, she runs into the garage and finds a, a McLaurin. I read it's oh, a McLaurin, good. like a Ferrari. Mm-hmm. She teaches herself how to drive a stick in like two seconds. Yeah, it's because she's super smart with the cortisol. I guess. Honey.
0: Come on. That's how it happens.
1: I suppose. I guess. Yeah. I cause... need to get some cortisol
0: if it makes you smarter. Well, maybe I'll remember names.
1: I guess so. Yeah. But I just thought that was crazy. Like, there's a funny scene where um, the cops are sitting, like, in front of the parking garage and, like, the car, the McLaren is coming down. And isn't it Laverne Cox is like, oh, I know that sound.
0: Mm-hmm. She's
1: like, oh, I know that. And then mm-hmm. it pops out.
0: I'm like, you go, girl. That's a beautiful sound. And just purring like a kitten. And I did, I did like it because Bobby Cannavale still has her on the phone. Yeah, yeah. And Laverne Cox is like, are you on the phone with that cootie cunt sickle? <laughs> I mean, let's let's let that soak in. Cootie
1: cunt sickle. Such bad writing.
0: <laughs> what What is that? Oh, what is that commercial where she's
1: like. Oh, the lint liquor."
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I um I even I bolded Cootie Cut Sickle just because I'm like I wanna make sure that I pointed that right.
1: out. Right. It's bad writing. It's it's just nobody says that. Nobody talks like that. No. Well they uh Bobby Conneval and Laverne Cox they get into a game of chicken with Kate Beckinsdale and Bobby swerves. Laverne Cox is like all pissed off that he didn't kill them, I guess. Uh, yeah, like
0: we weren't going head on. You know, hundred miles an hour. I mean, yeah. everybody would have died. I mean, that would have solved everything.
1: Well, end ba- of movie. End <laughs> in, of movie. End of movie. Yeah. So basically, Kate Beckinsdale had stolen uh Jai Courtney's phone from his home. Mm-hmm. Which you'd think, if the cops had already been over there, that they would have taken all that for evidence, but they didn't. But she goes to like a Best Buy type store.
0: Yeah, I mean, where else would you go?
1: I guess. But there's these dudes like <laughs> arguing over like a video game or something like that, and Kate Beckinsdale comes in and she's like. I need the biggest geek that you have here.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: they're like, well, that's blah, blah, blah. I can't remember what the person's name is, but they take her into the back. Andy, room. Andy, that's Andy. Well, they take her into the back room for Andy and it's a little girl
0: mm-hmm.
1: like hacking the net, doing some shit in the back room. Like, what is she doing? Like, does she work here? She's just back
0: there. using their equipment. I guess. I
1: guess she's just hacking and breaking <laughs> into shit on company property, which
0: I kind of want to go in the back of Best Buy now and be like, <laughs> Hey, you got any hackers back here?
1: Well, I can tell you, there was not.
0: <laughs> That's true. you Used to work
1: there. <laughs> yeah, there was none of this going on back then. But Kate Beckinsdale's like, "Hey, I need to break open this phone. Can you do it?" And of course, the little girl does. And some mm-hmm. one of the guys that works there says something to the to Andy, the little girl, and she's. I wrote this dialogue down. She's like, "Did your mouth just fart?" Yeah. So fucking again.
0: Dumb. Okay, I didn't. I didn't care for that. I'm just like, what?
1: So we find out that. From the phone, this little girl finds out that Justin worked for some dude named Barry, I guess is his name. And he's some big arms dealer. Mm -hmm. And Lindy, Kate Beckenstiel's character, is like, hey, thank you so much. What do I owe you? And the little girl's like, oh, don't worry. You can't afford it. This is free. (laughs) And she leaves her the keys to the car.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, whoa.
1: (laughs) When this girl grows up and can drive, she's really going to love that. She's
0: going to go crazy.
1: So Kate Beckinsdale's now going to this club, and she goes into this club, and as she does, these guys give her, like, a flashlight, which I didn't notice at first. I was like, what is that that they gave her? Oh. But it's like a flashlight club. Like, all these people are gathered around this kind of, like, one little area while these two guys fight, and they're all holding, like, flashlights up, illuminating the fight as it goes on. Oh, no, I
0: guess I didn't notice that. Yeah, it's That's like very
1: a weird. flashlight club or something. Well, I don't <laughs> know.
0: <laughs> I like, I want to be part of the flashlight club. not this one no not this one
1: well if you're not fighting i guess it wouldn't be bad but you wouldn't like to go and watch people beat the shit out of each other absolutely not i really hate hate violence if it was mma i'm like okay there's some protections here even though there has been like tons of blood and shit like that but this was bare knuckle no rules
0: yeah i can't that stuff causes me anxiety this wasn't so bad just because it didn't last that long,
1: and it's a movie. I mean, yeah. do, do you watch movies like this and are like, "This is fake"? I can tell.
0: Sometimes, yeah, uh, it depends on how good the movie is and how emotionally invested I am, mm-hmm. and if I really like the character that's fighting and yeah. getting their ass kicked, then I'm probably going to be a little upset. But I didn't know these people.
1: So. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. No. <laughs> well. Well, she sees Barry, he's this big mafia kind of guy sitting there, and she just walks through the middle of the fight as it's happening. She's like, oh, my friend, you know, my boyfriend or whatever, Justin, was killed. Do you know him? And he's like, oh, I probably do, but I'm not going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Go figure. <laughs> She's like, okay, well, I will beat three of your best guys, and then I will, then you'll have to tell me. or what." She makes a deal with him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fine, but you'll have to fight them all at once.
0: Oh, no.
1: So she fucking takes them all down. I mean, this this is what yeah. it is. I mean, the fight scenes are okay. There's one later when she's in the big building at the end where it doesn't Awful. look like her.
0: Yeah, this <laughs> one was pretty good. I I mean, there was a guy that had a nipple piercing and she pulled that out and then she reached down his pants.
1: Pulled a cock ring and out. And
0: pulled his Prince Albert out. <laughs> yeah. And then she was like, oh, lucky guess. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, if you have a nipple ring, then you're going to have other,
1: I mean, possibly. Possibly, I suppose. As you said, like, lucky guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she beats the shit out of all these guys. She's, like, choking this dude. She's sitting on his face, like, choking him with her legs. Mm -hmm. And she says this, again, another bad line to Barry where she's like, oh, if this guy had a bigger Adam's apple, he would really do it for me. Uh, yeah.
0: I guess I missed that.
1: Oh, I I wrote down the ones that made me roll my eyes pretty bad. (laughs) Um, well, she and Barry leave and they're in the back of his limo driving and kind of like talking for a minute. Um, Barry, he is eventually like, oh, I'm not going to tell you who did it. So he leaves and leaves the guy in the front of the limo to kill her. Yeah. And she kills the guy and kidnaps Barry. Right. All this happens so quickly and you, you probably are listening being like, wow, he's really rushing through this. There's not much here.
0: Yeah, no. Yeah, we're not. He's
1: basically just like, well, I told you I'd tell you. I'm not. Bye. And yeah. She, just kills him
0: he tries to get her alone so he can just get rid of her and not have to deal with her or tell her anything and that doesn't happen because she's a badass
1: yeah well she knocks him out and it cuts to him like tied up to this car and she's got <laughs> she's gonna shock his balls off
0: she's got the um, jumper cables
1: yeah i don't like- think
0: that would work though i don't know maybe because you can shock yourself I would imagine. Yeah, okay. It could work.
1: I just flash rem- flashback to this point when I was at the movie theater, uh, my car that I had at the time was a piece of shit, so I kept jumper cables so people could jump me mm, when I needed it. Been there. But um, this guy was like, hey, does anybody here have a jumper? And I was always sympathetic. I'm like, yes, I do. I'm, I'm sorry. I have jumper mm-hmm. cables and I'll do it. So I hooked the cables up to my side, my battery, and this dude, to test it, touches the ends together. Like, psh, 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 and it's like sparking like a motherfucker and Jeez. i'm like dude what the fuck let's not do that like i'm 17 16 17 and even i know you're not supposed to fucking do that
0: <laughs> my uh my stepdad always told me not to
1: uh
0: help people like that really with jumper cables because she's like if you hook it up wrong and you destroy their car it's gonna be on you
1: yeah i get that but my dad was very cautious when he taught me he was like red yeah. to red block to block
0: So I would give them the jumper cables and not have any part in it. I'm like, you get a different car, somebody else's car. I got your jumper cables. Figure it out.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. But the people that I did jump, they would always hook theirs up to theirs and mine to mine. And I would do mine. Yeah, I would do
0: that now. Yeah. Because I know what I'm doing. I guess he just didn't have faith in me
1: (laughs) knowing what I was doing. My dad was very cautious with that. He was always just like, you do not you know, do it backwards. Right. Do not do it backwards. So I have a very bad memory that just came back where, when I did actually get a nice car, like my first nice, nice nice-ish car Mm -hmm. that didn't break down every minute, there was this guy standing on the side of the road one day next to like this broken down car. And I pulled up and I rolled my window down and I'm like, again, I had a very soft spot for people because my car broke down all the time. So I was like, hey man, I'm like, did your car break down? Do you need a jump or anything? And the guy goes, well, actually I need a ride to a house. And I'm like, Sorry, can And I drove mm. off. Oh, yeah. I felt so bad. I was like, no. <laughs> no I don't want to be
0: murdered. Yeah.
1: I <laughs> I don't know. I felt bad because it's like if it was a jump, I would have done it immediately. But this guy is wanting me to take him to his house. You like,
0: can't take that risk. Uh, Especially today. Yeah. Do not hike. Don't get into other people's cars. Don't pick anybody up. I don't care who you are. If you know kung fu, if you've got a gun in your car, I don't give a shit. Don't do any of that.
1: Yeah, but what if what if I'm a woman and there's a guy on the side of the road trying? He has like a broken arm, like he has arm is in a cast—and he's trying to put like a couch in the back of his truck. Too bad. <laughs> yes, please don't do that because T- Ted Bundy really did that shit. Oh yeah, he would fake being injured and have them help him, and he would kidnap him.
0: I'm like sorry. You shouldn't be putting a couch in the back of your truck with a broken arm.
1: Yeah, that's what they, Silence of the Lambs, they kind of took that from Ted Bundy, because that's how he kidnaps the main girl in that movie. Oh, right. He's trying to lift that couch in the back, and he's Mm -hmm. like, I I just can't do it by myself. Can you help me? And she gets in as he pushes it in and then locks her in.
0: I hate it when people, like, prey on innocent people that just want to help. Yeah. It just makes me sick.
1: I know it's just but the people have ruined it. Bad people have ruined it. Mm-hmm. Like maybe this dude standing on the corner really is hungry, but right. You just don't know.
0: Right, I know. Yeah, it's ruined it for everybody and I I listen to too much true crime. Yeah. To really so I'm just like, yeah, nah. No, nah.
1: I have seen on a number of occasions there's Walmart. We we have Walmarts here in town. I don't know where you live, but they there are people standing outside of like the entrance to Walmart, mm-hmm. like where the cars can come into the parking lot. I've seen on a few occasions women that are pregnant smoking with a yes. sign for help. <laughs> oh, like, like pregnant, please help. <sighs> you,
0: you, you do need help, but not the help I can give you.
1: <laughs> like money is not gonna help you with that.
0: No, I'm not gonna support your habit to ruin your child, thank you.
1: Well that was a long detour there. Woo, that just yeah. shows you when we're talking about jumping cars instead, that shows you how much we cared for this movie. <laughs> Okay, so back to the movie. So Barry, I think, tells Lindy who killed Justin. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if he tells her here now or if you learn it in the movie, but we learn it's it's David Bradley's character. He says Faisal.
0: Right. I thought he said Gareth Fizzle. Oh, yeah, Fizzle. But yeah, it was, yeah. Names. I'm horrible at
1: that. That's okay. So we're, you know, we, we cut to the hospital where Bobby Connival is laid up fucking again laverne cox being the worst person in the world he is eating his food yeah. like they have his pudding and stuff there and she like takes it and eats it in front of him
0: just and he's like what am i
1: supposed to eat
0: and then she's like well i guess i'll go f- steal your neighbor's food or something i don't know if that's what she said but i don't know
1: she leaves yeah there had
0: to be a reason for her to leave and that was it and which was ridiculous
1: and and lindy's there she like walks up to him she's She's like, oh, hey, I'm already here. And she tells him, asks him about Gareth Faisal. And he's like, oh, Gareth Faisal, he's a billionaire that cannot be touched.
0: Yeah, don't even try. Stay mm. away from him. She's like, mm, OK, not going to do it.
1: And, and Bobby kind of is like, oh, it, it's just and worth it. Like this guy is untouchable and can really do serious damage to you. Was he worth it? And she's like, he was a nice guy.
0: Yeah, just a nice guy.
1: So Laverne Cox comes back and tries to stop Lindy. She's, like, trying to arrest her, and there's this chase through the hospital, which wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty interesting. She's, like, tossing shit. There's a there's a funny scene where um, Kate Beckinsdale, like, runs past a dude with a walker, and she throws it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she picks it up and throws it in front. <laughs> and then as Laverne Cox runs through, she stops and picks the walker up and gives it back to the old guy. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> kind of funny. <laughs>
0: I thought the funniest part is when they got into the newborn section.
1: Yeah, that's where Lindy goes and hides now.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, how cute. But then, you know, babies, they cry.
1: Yeah, she starts getting pissed off. Yeah. She has to shock herself because this baby won't stop crying.
0: (laughs) And then I was a little scared. I'm like, what would she have done to that baby?
1: I know. Well, she's about to, she would have done what she does now. That's awful. Is Laverne Cox corners her in the hospital
0: right yeah that's right
1: and and so kate Beckinsale picks up a baby and laverne cox is like no 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 and she throws it at laverne cox
0: she did try she was like telling laverne cox like oh you might want to put your gun down for this and she's like i'm not putting my gun down so she picks up a baby and throws it at her and yeah she's like, Fuck, i gotta put my gun down
1: yeah i think she throws a couple at him before she or at laverne cox before she escapes
0: yeah it's crazy like what those are babies.
1: So, yeah, she escapes. Laverne Cox is pissed. But now Kate Beckinsdale goes to the building where Gareth Faisal lives. It's this gigantic, like, security building, it almost looks like. Mm-hmm. And very fucking strange. There's just some dude standing there in the middle of the room. That's like one guy. Yeah, he's like, the help. She's, he's like, how can I help you? And she's like, I'm looking for Gareth Faisal. And he's like, he's not here. Mm-hmm. And then the main security guy, Delacroix, comes out and he's like, you're fired. <laughs> okay. And so he, yeah
0: thanks it was my first day but you know sorry
1: <laughs> i guess yeah I, I i don't know why he fucking gets fired but um delacroix like takes her around the corner and stuff like that and they get into the elevator and she's like well i thought the elevator would go up going toward if he's in the top building mm-hmm. and he's like yes yes you would And he knocks her out yeah he punches her like in the side yeah And she wakes up and she's in like the whitest room you've ever seen. It's Cleanest. Pure, white, clean. Mm -hmm. It's got like a drain in the middle of the floor. And she makes a joke where she's like, oh, what is that drain for? (laughs) What do you think? But he takes her shocking vest off. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so she's sitting there and he asks her like what she's doing. She's like, well, I'm coming for Faisal for killing my sort of boyfriend, Justin.
0: (laughs) My love interest. (laughs)
1: I guess, but Delacroix gives her, like, an ultimatum, being like, well, I'm gonna let you go, you know, or, you know, I will show you what that drainage system is for.
0: Yeah, which I was surprised that she just got up and left. I'm yeah. like, why don't you let your rage
1: take over here? I guess they, we'll see it here in a second, but I guess they have a backup for her leaving, because, yeah, Delacroix, like, leaves her, and he puts her in a limo and drives her off, and she goes home mm-hmm. but this is where we meet david bradley's character gareth Faisal. and this makes no fucking sense but when the bodyguard delacroix walks into the room um david bradley is like hanging off of chains in the ceiling
0: yeah i think they were like hooked into his skin yeah which i don't know if that's like a religion or some kind of pain
1: uh, i don't know i know people that just do that
0: I've seen it in another movie that I can't think of of course cuz names but wow that you had to build up a lot of pain tolerance for that
1: It makes no sense in the movie they don't explain no. why he's doing it
0: Makes absolutely no sense It
1: doesn't it's just fucking strange and like I did see a video um Dave Navarro the guitar player for uh, Jane's Addiction mm-hmm. and for the Chili Peppers for a minute Like, a couple years ago, he was playing with people, and he suspended himself above the stage and, like, swung back and forth. Which, okay, fine on him, but there is something very crazy when you see it. Like, it seems almost unnatural. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. They put those fucking hooks in deep so they don't rip. Right. And
0: they have to rip your skin a little bit. I'm sure. But, I mean, is it, like, a piercing after a while, and it heals, and it's just kind of, like, part of your body?
1: Why would you want to do that so many times to where, like, you know, your body adjusts to it? I wouldn't want to do it more than once, probably.
0: Just put a harness on and you can can fly through the air with that and not have any pain.
1: I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning is. I'm sure people liked it. There's a guy I went to high school with who works at, like, a tattoo parlor and he did that. But he didn't swing. He just suspended himself.
0: I think some people get off on pain.
1: I guess. Or people were kind of just, like, filming it and being like, oh, that's so cool. But he was like... He was kind of like on a stool, and then they took the stool out from under him, and he was just kind of like just hanging there. Jesus. Pretty crazy, yeah. I, no thanks. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs>
0: that's not for me, but if it's for you, you're just hurting yourself, and that's, that's fine. Just don't hurt anybody else.
1: Yeah, well, well, Faisal, David Bradley's character, does tell Delacroix, he's just like, well, we should take care of her. He's like, because she mm. came in here asking about this dude. We've got to kill her. She's a loose end. Wrap it up. Which it makes no sense when we find out that Justin's still alive. Because why would he want her killed? He had nothing to do with Justin dying. I guess just the fact that she's coming into his business.
0: No, I think so. I think because she's a threat.
1: I guess. I guess. That's
0: a good question.
1: I guess, and and there is a thing when Delacroix goes up to the top floor of the penthouse. The way to get into the elevator is he has to like move it. He pulls like a bottle on a shelf. And it opens up this secret room that he can go up in the elevator. It's fucking stupid. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't make sense. It it doesn't really make sense just because it's like, okay, I guess she's fucking his business up. But she's all like, I'm going to get you for killing Justin. He should be like, I didn't.
0: Yeah, who's Justin? (laughs) (laughs) But instead, he's just, well, we'll find out later. But he's like, I kill a lot of people.
1: Yeah, I guess so. Well. Um, Kate Beckinsdale, she's in this limo. She freaks out and, like, grabs the driver. So he, like, pulls over and she gets out. I think they crash, if I remember right.
0: Yeah, I, I just... Who put, cares? <laughs> I thought that she choked him. Because she was trying to get him to pull over, but he wouldn't, so she ended up choking him.
1: Yeah, he's like, I have to get I have to get you out of here. I have to get you home or whatever. And she's like, no, pull the fuck over!
0: So then she goes back to her doctor, because, you know, she doesn't have a vest.
1: Yeah. And, yeah, because yeah, Stanley Tucci walks back in and she's, like, hiding in the corner.
0: Mm-hmm. I think she already had herself handcuffed or something.
1: Maybe so, but he tries to turn a light on or something and he's like, What happened with this light? And she's like, Oh, I bit into this when my anger got bad or something, and she there's like a huge bite out of this like cable that oh, goes to the lamp.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. I don't think that's gonna be enough shock to get you what you need.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I I almost I think I almost killed myself one time, but I don't think it was serious. I was working um at It was at that place where you visited me. I was doing community service, but I was doing it at this kind of like um, Goodwill place. Yeah, yeah. And what we would do if we got electronics is we would try and see if they worked. If they didn't, cut the cable off, and then we would, I don't know. I don't remember exactly what they did with it. But there was this lamp that I plugged it in, tried to turn it on, tried to use the bulb that they had, and it didn't turn on. So I was like, okay, well. I'll cut the cable off of it, the cord, and then just put it in this pile over here. Forgot to unplug it. So I I had gloves on, but I also used this thing that had rubber grips. But when I cut the cord, it was like, like it exploded almost, like just a loud pop. And the dude who was kind of watching me was like, what was that? I'm like, I don't
0: know. No, nothing. Go about your business.
1: But it made me wonder. It was like, (laughs) if I didn't have gloves on and those things didn't have rubber grips, would I... I don't know how bad that would have hurt me. (laughs) I
0: think because I've gotten shocked pretty bad. Yeah. You feel the, and it hurts and like the jolt. Um, but I don't know. I think, I think it has to be pretty high voltage. I don't know anything about that. So I really can't.
1: Me either. I can just
0: speculate.
1: I can look later and be like, what voltage would kill you? Like, but I just remember sitting there being like, oh my God, did I just survive being killed? Like, Jesus.
0: Which I did research it in, um, The movie where it rained all the time. Heavy rain, yes. (laughs) Heavy rain. Uh, I researched the, you know, being shocked. Mm -hmm. Um, But this was like a, an outside breaker box kind of. That would have been huge.
1: Gotcha. So, I don't
0: know. Anyway, moving on.
1: And well, being dumb kids, one of my friends when I was younger had like his parents had cattle. So they had like a shock fence. Oh, yeah. And we would we would <laughs> dare each other to touch it.
0: I was always so scared to,
1: <laughs> to touch it. I couldn't. I don't know why we would do that shit, but yeah, we did it and I shocked the shit out of myself. It was just like a big <laughs> jolt through the hand. Yeah. And then when I was old enough to not, you know, be dumb like this, my friend's dogs had shock collars on, like if they wandered so far off the property. Like, mm. there was an invisible kind of line that was way off, so the dogs didn't go that far. But I remember we were messing around with it one night, and and we were like, put it around our necks and walk over the line and just see what it was. Oh, my gosh. I gotta tell you, that was a huge shock, and, and we even did one thing where we, like, all held hands, and one person put their thumb on it, and then it was a circle of us, and the other person at the other end put their hand on it, and then we just walked across the line, and it shocked the shit out of us.
0: Wow. Dumb fucking kids. I'm glad you guys didn't have heart problems. <sighs> yet (laughs) or maybe if you had an arrhythmia it just kind of knocked it back into place
1: i don't know i don't know and and some people were one of my friends was like oh put it on your balls which thankfully thankfully not otherwise i I may not even be able to have kids well that doesn't matter
0: yeah didn't happen anyway
1: (laughs) but uh yeah dumb kids messing with electricity wow Um, yes, she does go to Stanley Tucci, and she's already handcuffed herself and has, like, a wire that she bit through for the electricity, and Mm -hmm. she's like, I need a new vest, and he's like, fine, I'll make you a new vest, I have all my Chinese food, here's your, you can have some of it if you want.
0: He had a shit ton of Chinese food, I'm like, this is just for him, but he had, like, I don't know. I don't remember, but he named off several different.
1: Yeah, he's like, oh, General Chicken. Try the General Chicken. You want spicy Kung Pao? Oh yeah. He's like, but the shrimp fried rice—that's mine. Yeah, right. Which, by the way, that's not a bad night. You just going home, Mm-mm. stay. You know, especially if you're like live by yourself, you just going home with a shit ton of food and just chilling out.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's my kind of night. And I mean, I'm just like, that's probably like thirty dollars worth of food. Oh, well that's spent like though. Three different people.
1: Well spent, though. I
0: guess. <laughs> We love Chinese. We have it every Friday night.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, we did this thing where we would – Friday would be our big night to, like, eat out, um, which quickly became uh, every Friday's Chinese now. Yeah. We were just like, oh, Chinese again, (laughs) Chinese. I don't know. Do you want to eat a big whiskey? Chinese, Chinese. We've been doing it forever, and we're still not burnt out. No. Like, it's so good. Once a week is not bad. Yeah. Sometimes twice. (laughs) But –
0: Yeah, it depends.
1: But, yeah, I used to – when I was younger – I would used to eat, like, some Chinese food, and I would get so full, I would be in, like, kind of, like, a food coma, mm-hmm. and I just lay there and, like, watch a movie, and it was, it was very relaxing. <laughs> You're just like, oh, I feel great, I'm gonna, I was getting high off of Chinese food, basically. Oh, boy. So, he gives her the vest, he makes a new one for her, and, by the way, I wrote it in my notes earlier, she's doing this whole thing, like, this whole mission and stuff in heels, the whole movie. Oh! Oh, she's got like notice. this big kind of platform heel shoes oh, on geez. but she goes back to the building because stanley tucci's like just leave it alone and she's like nah i can't do that but she goes back to the building and and to get in she like climbs up the top of it it's basically like the way that i can describe it to you people is like say there's two pillars next to each other she kind of like presses against one side of the pillar with her back and shuffles herself up with her feet Mm -hmm. and it shows the building like it looks like it's almost miles up yeah how big it is
0: there's no fucking way
1: and it shows her at the very top like just kind of slowly pushing yourself between these two pillars i'm like yeah not at all
0: yeah no i don't care what kind of shape you're in yeah i don't think this is even possible
1: my friend andrew and i played a game where you escape from prison and there's a scene in there where you do it you have to like press your back up against the other guy and you walk up the wall like you hmm. you do it and you oh, with wow. the other guy you both are walking up against the wall and i was t- telling him at the time i'm like if this was real life there's no fucking way <laughs> you know how much strength you would have to have in your legs to push your weight up against somebody oh, and yeah. support it yeah it's insane But surprise, surprise, she gets to the top of this building and the bodyguard, Delacroix, is already there. And he's like, hello, and knocks her out again. He takes her to Faisal's office and his office is very strange. He has a lot lot of birds like in glass. Mm -hmm. He has a gigantic squid behind him in glass. Like like where he's sitting and eating, like behind him there's a gigantic case with like a giant squid in it. Yeah. It's kind of cool.
0: I guess it's to show that he has a shit ton of money.
1: I guess so, but he's eating lobster. He's Mm. eating his payment here. Yep,
0: the only reason why he's in this movie (laughs) is for the lobster. And he is eating it just nasty. Yeah. It made my stomach turn a little bit because I I don't like smacking.
1: Yeah, he's eating it like he ate those pies in Game of Thrones. Yeah. But he gives this long, rambling speech about how cockroaches and lobsters are like the same. Yeah. Like, uh, both have uh, shells and can live and blah, blah, blah. I don't... Yeah,
0: I don't... I'm just like, who cares? Why?
1: Why is this important? He's trying to be like a Tarantino-type script, you know, where he's mm. giving this long speech about something, but...
0: If you're qu- not Tarantino, you shouldn't act like Tarantino.
1: Yeah, it doesn't work. You can't. There's that scene in Kill Bill where Bill gives that speech where he's like, oh, Superman, you know... When he wakes up, he's Superman. His disguise is Clark Kent, blah, blah, blah. But it actually makes sense because he's talking to a woman who's pretending to be someone else. Mm-hmm. This is just like cockroaches uh like uh, lobsters. We don't eat cockroaches, but uh, they both have shells.
0: It's kind of like our podcast
1: when we go off on little
0: squirrel moments. <laughs> it really has nothing to do with anything, but it's interesting. Well, we, it,
1: <laughs> we're kind of putting our own thoughts of I what know, happened. It makes sense, but... I was just being funny, trying to be funny. You were. So but I was, I was saying we're not like this movie at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, not the, let's not compare ourselves to this movie. That's awful.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess this sums it up here because Delic- or, um, Faisal says, I've killed a lot of people. And he's like, sorry if I killed your man. So mm. I guess he doesn't know if he did or not. He's just apologizing. Yeah,
0: he's just a mass murderer and who the fuck knows who he killed and who he didn't kill.
1: He doesn't yeah. care. Oh, shit. One thing I forgot to mention is that before she climbs this fucking impossible side of the building, mm. she does go back, or Kate Beckinsale does go back to her house and finds that there's a bomb that has been put in there.
0: Yeah, luckily she went through the back
1: way. Well, she sees the door. Her six has turned into a nine, and she realizes that oh. someone was in there. Mm-hmm. So she climbs through the window and sees a bomb, and she diffuses it and keeps it.
0: Yeah, and, and does a little trick that we'll find out later.
1: Yeah, she and, and she... um Blows up her apartment by, like, turning the gas on and the microwave going off mm-hmm. to make it seem like she w- like the bomb did go off successfully. And there's a small scene where she's talking to Bobby Conneval here, and they have a nice moment where he's like, oh, you're not a bad person, you know, blah, blah, right. blah, blah. And she's like, oh, I think he's kind of good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you can see, like, they're trying – they have, like, a little connection, and she explains the vest, and he's like, well, that just tells me that you'd rather hurt yourself than somebody else.
1: Yeah, that you wouldn't want to hurt like, people. Well, that's true. That's true, but it's still a little crazy. And yeah, she's like, oh, attention from another man. Oh. I know.
0: Ooh. I'm going to fall right in love.
1: Yes. <laughs> I'm going to do crazy things for you. <laughs> um, So back in the, the ending of the movie here, yes, Faisal was like, I'm sorry if I killed your man. And the guard, Delacroix, like hits her in the back of the head, knocks her out again. Mm-hmm. And she wakes up in the clean room again. Here
0: we go. <laughs> Where it's really happening this
1: time. This is kind of fucked up. He has like a tube hooked up to her arm. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what are you doing, a blood transfusion? And he's like, no, I'm taking your blood out. That is crazy. Yeah. Exsanguination is what he said.
0: Yeah, that's that's crazy. I, mean, I, I don't even know a different word for it, but I was very shocked. I'm like, so what's the drain actually for then? If you're just going to suck people's blood out like a vampire. I don't know.
1: I don't know. That's true. But he takes her vest again. He takes her new vest off and he's like, oh, I'm keeping this one. And the blood starts pumping out of her and she's really selling how bad this hurts. I Mm -hmm. was like, "Ooh, it must hurt really bad. I have no idea. She escapes and beats the shit out of this dude. And she's like, you're going to tell me how do I get to Faisal in the top building room? And Mm -hmm. it just cuts to the outside of this room and you just hear this guy scream. Right. He's like, ah! (laughs)
0: And then this, is this where the bad fight scene is?
1: Yes, because she's getting her, she's on the way up. She does find the hidden elevator and you see all these guys come out and her stunt double starts doing all these fights.
0: Yeah, you can't see her face. You can just see the hair, which they did try to match up pretty nicely. There are sometimes when you see fight scenes and you're like, that is an obvious wig. It doesn't yeah. look anything, but they, they did a pretty good job with the wig, um, but you could still totally tell. It was not her.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, whatever. I guess they didn't maybe have enough money, but yes, it doesn't show her face at all while she's fighting until... And it makes me laugh that all these guards know kung fu, because they're all like, Oh, yeah! yeah, yeah." Well, yeah. And I'm like, what? Do you all know kung fu?
0: And then I don't... Does anybody have a gun?
1: Yeah, just shoot her in the face.
0: Yeah, I mean, guns... (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) Guns are bad. So she... Uh, she gets into the elevator by using that the guard's like severed finger, mm-hmm. and she comes up into the elevator into Faisal's office, and oh, he's already dead. Yeah, shot in the he's back of the head,
0: face down in his lobster.
1: <laughs> not a bad way to go.
0: I guess <laughs> <Like it's>
1: not. <laughs> and wouldn't you know it, Justin comes out from behind one of the the art things and is like. You figured it out. I'm like, figured out what? The slow clap. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I
0: think I think she's even like, wait, what did I figure out? <laughs> like, what is happening? He
1: he comes off as an asshole here because he's like, she's covered in blood. And he's like, oh, what is it? Is it your time of the month? Oh, uh, yeah. Like, shut the fuck up. So he gives some dumbass explanation where he's like, well, I work for the CIA and... Oh, did you know in World War II, soldiers trained dogs to carry bombs and to run and explode themselves onto tanks?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, so that's what we did here. He's like, Faisal? She's like, oh, they've said that Faisal is untouchable. He's like, absolutely. So that's why we... He's like, I, your doctor gave up all the information on you, and I figured out that we could use you to get angry enough to come and, ki- and give me access to Faisal.
0: Which and I don't know how he
1: got access. How did he get up there?
0: Yeah, he was already there. He already killed the
1: guy. If she killed Faisal, then I w- then it would make more sense. Because yeah. it's like, okay, great. She did it. That's what I needed her to do. But he was already there. Because
0: that's what she was going to do. Yes. She was going to kill him. So it makes no sense that he already did it. Because this was the whole plot.
1: And why was he trying to kill Faisal? For like guns, I guess? They said he's an arms dealer or something.
0: I'm guessing so. I, I mean, guess. But he's also in with the cia and maybe they just wanted to take out a really big bad guy but then that would be good yeah this this is fucked this makes no sense this is kind of pissing me off a little bit (laughs) because i can't i can't get over the fact that the whole plot and i guess it just kind of dawned on me the whole plot is her going to revenge kill this guy and then the guy that wants her to kill him ends up killing him.
1: Yeah, she doesn't even do what he wants her to do because what? he ju- gets there first. This is fucked. Yeah, it makes no sense. I'm so
0: pissed off right now.
1: Well, I wrote that in my notes when he was like, yes, we needed you to take Faisal out. I wrote it here. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why? He's a, he's an arms dealer. Why did you want to take him out? Yeah. He doesn't be like, he was supplying the enemy terrorist with guns. Okay, maybe, but he's just like, wanted him dead.
0: That makes sense, but no, you're just like a cold-hearted
1: killer, and we have
0: no idea why.
1: And he's like, and I got you. I got you to somehow let me up into this building so I could kill him, even though you were the one that I picked out to kill him. I did it first. It's dumb. It's the dumbest fucking thing. Absolutely. Like, even Wikipedia doesn't go into too much detail they're just like he was doing business and he was killing people because of his business
0: yeah whoever was typing that out it's like why am i wasting my time
1: the the person in wikipedia got to that part and they were like wait what my notes are incomplete they don't say why he did this Mm -hmm. like no the movie doesn't tell you yeah no you have no idea it it makes no sense but he has a dumb line here because she's like i'm going to kill you and he's like hey how about we just fuck one last time instead Like, what the
0: fuck? And then he also was all like, oh, whoever, who knew that you just needed to be fucked? And, and I'm just like, okay, that's nasty. That's nasty. And it's borderline rape because you were doing it for the wrong intentions. Yeah.
1: Um, I guess she still has her vest on or something. She grabs it from Delacroix mm-hmm. because he has a shock device and is like shocking her at a super ton.
0: Yeah, like over and over and over yeah. and
1: over. And he was like, you were so easy to crack. he was like, you were so easy. I got you to do exactly what I wanted. I'm like, what? Explain it more in depth for the people in the back. I don't get it.
0: (laughs) Please, please
1: explain it. Uh, But this is kind of where,
0: when the doctor was talking about her getting used to the shocks, this is kind of where it foreshadowed to, Mm -hmm. because she does kind of get used to it Real fucking quick.
1: Yeah, she just stands up, and he's like, why? he was, like, shocking her. He's like, come on, come
0: mm-hmm. on, come on.
1: She has a dumbass line where she's like, it is that time of the month. And she throws him the bag and runs to the elevator, and Jai Courtney opens the bag, and it's the bomb that she had diffused, and it's, like, the timer is... So did she know how much time was on that thing? She's like, I've got 30 minutes, and I've got to get this done. Again. No, 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 no.
0: No idea.
1: Because he opens the bag and it's like three, two, one, and he's like, "Oh shit!" and it blows up, killing him.
0: Did she have a device that she just
1: hit? Maybe.
0: And then it started down from like ten seconds or something. But I would want more than ten seconds to get the fuck out of a building.
1: I I have no idea. Like, it doesn't make sense. Mm -mm. (laughs) It does not make sense. And if this does not make sense, you must have quit knowing from that (laughs) South Park. Chewbacca is a wookie. He lives on Endor with a bunch of Ewoks. It does not make sense. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like, she did she know that the bomb had that much time left on it? It doesn't make sense. No. Nope. She runs to the elevator and is going down to the bottom floor as it blows up and blows him up, away and kills him.
0: Yeah, and she got out just fine. Yeah. Because this building is absolutely ginormous, and she had plenty of time to get to the bottom.
1: Yeah, so in the next scene, she cuts... It cuts to her going into Stanley Tucci, her, her psychiatrist's office, and he's like, I had no idea what he was going to do with mm. that information I gave him. He's like, but look at what it did for you. You don't need the vest. You're great. And he's like, now we can really start to work on healing, and she's like, getting ready to kill him. And... So
0: how do we know that she doesn't need the
1: vest anymore? Yeah, he's just assuming.
0: Yeah. We don't know, because she was still needed it while she was killing or supposedly trying to kill the bad guy
1: yeah he wasn't there he didn't see her like get up after she got shocked all the time no to to realize that
0: and she ended up killing that guy so she was still
1: yeah enraged all right everybody that's all for this week
0: (laughs) (laughs) so just saying
1: it just does not make sense um, but she's about to kill Stanley Tucci and Bobby Carnival breaks in and shoots Kate Beckinsdale in the leg.
0: Yeah, at first I, I thought it was her ass.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> I thought he shot her. In oh, the gotta ass. gotta preserve that. No. Um, <laughs> uh, but it shows Stanley Tucci getting arrested by Bobby Carnival and mm-hmm. She Kate Beckinsdale at the end of this is in the hospital and she's talking to Bobby Carnival and Laverne Cox. And they're like, okay, so let me get this straight. You broke into a fighting ring and beat the shit out of a bunch of guys. And she's like, yes, I did it for self-defense. And like, and you hooked a dude up to a car and shocked his balls with a car battery. And she's like, yep, it was also self-defense. <laughs> she just keeps saying everything she did was self-defense. <laughs> I thought Courtney,
0: the um, lady detective, was Laverne. all like, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. I thought she was the one that was like, okay, that was self-defense. Oh, Like trying yeah. to help her out. Of this situation.
1: Oh, gotcha. Okay, maybe so. I don't know. At the end of this movie, I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Right. Oh no. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um. But Laverne Cox does tell her. She's like, or Kate Beckinsdale's like, "Are we good?" And Laverne Cox is like, "Hell no. I'm gonna sue you for assaulting an officer. I'll see your bitch ass in court." <laughs> this is where Bobby or Bobby Conneval kind of gives her 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 super nice expensive camera back at the end, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, you can have this back." And she has a weird line where she's like am i going to find pictures of your bunghole on it
0: yeah like uh no <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> no i don't do that uh you
0: may get some dick pics in there <laughs>
1: but not my bunhole. why would i take a bunghole pic Jeez. But, um but he asks her to dinner he's like oh would you like to go out to dinner at some time and this this also doesn't make sense because she shows her next walking down the street and she just gives her camera to a homeless guy begging for money.
0: Why? I don't know. Why? She was trying to protect the camera this whole time and then she just gave it away.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make. Maybe it was like, well, Justin gave that camera to me and fuck that guy. I guess. Um, But she goes back into her burned out apartment and she's like looking around and then here we are with Susan Sarandon. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you did such a... A great job, and you realize finally now how powerful you can really become. Mm -hmm. I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. No, she's just like, I work for the CIA, and we think that you could really do some good work with us. Yeah, your doctor says you're healed, but we know you're not. And that's the end. Susan Sarandon, I think, has a minute of screen time in this movie. I
0: think they were starting to set it up for another movie.
1: Which, fuck you. How dare you do this shit? Right, Like, your movie has to be like the, one of the best movies in the world to do that. Like the second Independence Day movie set it up for a sequel. And it's like, no, you're not because that movie sucked ass. Yeah. So it's like, just make one and don't worry about another one until it does well.
0: Right. Yeah, because if there's a jolt too, we'll do it for the podcast. But that's the only reason. We'll do it for you guys. And we'll we'll hate it the whole time.
1: <laughs> yeah i highly doubt that there will ever be a sequel to this movie yeah but, no uh, there is a mid credit speaking of avengers there is a mid credit sequence yeah. where the hacker girl andy shows her walking out of the big box like best buy type store and she sees that the key that kate beckinsdale gave her goes to that big ferrari yeah and she's like holy shit holy shit
0: <laughs> which is exactly what i
1: would say yeah
0: i'd be like Woo, i'm getting all kinds of speeding tickets now
1: I guess, and then she immediately gets pulled over because they know that it was a car that belonged to the CIA guy or whatever. Right. I don't know.
0: Because he's going to want his car back,
1: right? Which, by the way, if this was really, if Justin was CIA and he was doing all this shit, this would he'd probably immediately get swept under the rug. Yeah. They were like, oh, one of our operatives was doing this for the missions and stuff like that. Yeah. If you breathe a word of this, we'll murder everybody you know.
0: I just, ugh, hated this movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, we just we just saw it and was like, oh, maybe this would be a fun one to talk about. But it was a bad yeah, movie.
0: Yeah, it seemed good. You know, I love it when women kick ass. Yeah. You know, it's so cool. Love those movies. But this one, I'm just like, okay, she does kick ass, but it just makes no sense.
1: Yeah, no, it, it makes no sense at all. And they didn't spend any time to try and make it make sense.
0: Mm-mm. No, I mean... No. Sorry. sorry. Sorry guys. This this was a bomb.
1: It's one of the worst ones we've done. I think mm-hmm. it's it's up there with Gunshy. Yeah, Gunshy gun is, is terrible. This is kinda underneath that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Gunshy, if you haven't listened to that episode and you wanna hear me, you know, say the F bomb like five hundred times, um, listen to that.
1: As you've already have during this episode. Yeah,
0: I say it every time every episode I <laughs> <laughs> I mean that bomb's just my word. Yeah, it's in my vocabulary.
1: Well, <laughs> all right. Well, that that is all for Jolt. I hope to never speak of this movie again. I hope to God they never make a sequel. But I didn't find anything that a second one is in talks or about being made. Thank God. Yeah.
0: But you know what, you guys, you can join us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Tumblr. We would love for you to join and interact in some of um, our posts. Uh, and kind of grow the community. We want to get to know you and what kind of listener you are and um, feel free to invite your friends to listen to our podcast because we're just trying to really grow and be able to do more. Um, And after this episode, we're going to have a super special episode, which we'll be talking more on our social media. So if you want to know more about that, just come on over and join. And if you're if you're like, oh, social media sucks, which especially right now, it's not good. Mm-hmm. You can email us at thefilmobsessedcouple at gmail.com. And you can tell us a little bit about yourself. I'll feel free to share anything inside that we're doing. Um, so, yeah, any any kind of way you want to communicate, we would
1: just love it. All right. Well, stay tuned to the social media for more announcements coming up. Yeah. Thank you, guys.